Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And this week we watched Freaky Friday from 2003. Yes. The best version, obviously. The, the, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, whenever I looked it up on Disney+, Plus, obviously there's the one we already watched and the decom version. No, no, no. And there's also the old one, which I just won't watch. Sorry. I have no interest. Yeah, sorry to I those ladies. wrote down half the dialogue of this movie because I love it so much. <laughs> Why did you write it down? Don't you have it memorized? Mostly, but I wanted to make sure I got it correct. Um, I, I do acknowledge this movie is racist. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, like, we've seen other people talk about it. It's not our place to say, but, like... We will amplify their voices and saying, why does it need to be like, ooh, it's like Chinese magic voodoo. Like They no. literally say voodoo. At, yeah, I, I did not write that part down. I did not like that part. Yeah. Um, they also um, don't portray mental illness in the best way. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the mom is a therapist and... Um, I guess, like, the main patient is just described as very needy and almost, you could say, crazy, but obviously we all know that is not the truth for people who go see therapists. Mm-hmm. I see a therapist. You see a therapist. <laughs> go to therapy. It's so much better for you. Just, I literally genuinely think anyone could benefit from seeing a therapist. You just have to make sure you find the right one. It took me a while, yeah. but once I found the right one, everything was so much better. <laughs> yeah. Destigmatized therapy. This movie wasn't doing a good job, but it was 2003, so it's not forgivable. But we, it's we know why. <laughs> it's a product <laughs> of its time, exactly. Um, so this movie obviously stars Lindsay Lohan, who we all know. And we are in our Lindsay Lohan series. We've begun uh, Freaky Friday. We're starting. We'll do Herbie Fully Loaded next week, and then we have Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen and The Parent Trap. Don't know which one's next or before that, but we'll mm-hmm. figure it out. Um, so we already met her in uh, Get a Clue and Life Size, obviously. Um, the other star of this movie is Queen Jamie Lee Curtis. I fucking love Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. I remember, like, okay, so I would rent Freaky Friday from the video rental in the in our grocery store, like, every weekend. <laughs> and I eventually, like, got it for my birthday. Um, but I remember, like, coming home from the video store, and our neighbor was like, oh, like, hey, guys, what what you doing? And I was like, oh, like, I got this video. And she's like, oh, like, that stars Jamie Lee Curtis. And me being, like, I don't know, nine years, nine years old? Six years old? Six years old. Seven. I was like, who's Jamie Lee Curtis? This movie stars Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> but growing up is knowing that Jamie Lee Curtis is just as important to this movie as Lindsay Lohan is. Yeah, a fun story for me about Jamie Lee Curtis is that my mom kind of looks like Jamie Lee Curtis. People have told her that, and she gets her hair cut like Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, so that's why I know who she is. Fun. There we go. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis, obviously she was uh, one of the original scream queens of the slasher thriller genre, starring in the original Halloween in the 70s i don't know which year she was also in the fog and prom night uh she was in a few other movies escape from new york trading places a fish called wanda which is actually very funny (laughs) for being like a comedy movie from the 80s um my girl true lies christmas with the cranks hickory honey ham uh you again she was in the veronica mars movie scream queens uh, she played Jess's mom in New Girl and was in the Knives Out movie. 
Um, she is the wife of Christopher Guest, who made uh, like Waiting for Guffman and Best in Show, those kinds of movies. And obviously, she is the daughter of Janet Lee, aka Marion Crane from Psycho, one of the best movies of all time. <laughs> also, she is the star of Activia commercials, far and wide. <laughs> Activia. We love Jamie Lee Curtis. Like I said, growing up is learning to appreciate Jamie Lee Curtis in this movie the same way that you learn to appreciate Jennifer Coolidge in the A Cinderella Story movie. It's also just, like, acknowledging how good both of their acting was in this movie because they're (laughs) acting like a different person in their body. And, like, as a kid, it's so believable that I'm just like, yeah, that's Jamie Lee Curtis in Lindsay Lohan's body. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Um, so next we have Mark Harmon, who plays Ryan. Uh, yes, he is the NCIS guy, and by the NCIS guy, he has been in over 400 episodes for 20 years. Yeah, he's the main guy. When, when it works, it works. And, and, and my mom's celebrity crush is Mark Harmon. Another connection. My mom, maybe we did get Freaky Friday. Is Kathy's mom Jamie Lee Curtis? Is my mom Kathy Jamie Lee Curtis? (laughs) Kathy, I said Kathy's mom. Yeah. <laughs> is my mom. My mom, Kelly. Kelly's, Kelly's mom. mom. Kathy. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, perhaps. Um, before NCIS, Mark Harmon was also in The West Wing. He played a love interest of Allison Janney, um, Chicago Hope, and St. Elsewhere. So he did do some things before NCIS. <laughs> yeah, but his name was like a big credit in this. Like at the end, it was like the last one listed. And Mark Harmon. Oh, so he was definitely like the NCIS guy at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um... We are also being introduced to Chad Michael Murray. Um, I did not think he was cute in this movie when I was a child. No, the hair is wrong. The hair is not good. I mean, like, he had a lot of bad hair phases. Like, in One Tree Hill, he has the spiky Yikes. hair, Yikes. and then the buzz cut. It's and- bad. No, 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 no. I just don't think I'm a Chad Michael Murray person. <laughs> Listen, in a Cinderella story, it's a little bit different, but it's it's it doesn't do enough for me. Um, yes, he was in a Cinderella story. He played the worst character in One Tree Hill, Lucas Scott. He played Tristan in Gilmore Girls. Uh, he's also featured in Dawson's Creek, House of Wax with Paris Hilton. And he was Edgar Never Ever Never, the cult leader in Riverdale. (laughs) I remember, so throughout, like, season three of Riverdale, they're like, there's this cult in town. There's a cult. They're organ harvesting. What are they doing? It's led by this mysterious band named Edgar Never Ever Never Never. And in the season three mid-finale, they reveal it to be Chad Michael Murray. I'm pretty sure I screamed and threw a pillow at the TV. <laughs> I think you just laughed. Like, what? How I had a big reaction. I do remember. <laughs> it's fucking Chad Michael Murray. Back um, at the CW. CW. That reminds me. I think this the Riverdale started up again. I need to get back on that. I gave up. You gave up. We we had been watching it together, and then I just got to a point I couldn't anymore. I don't blame you. They got into an alternate dimension in the last season. No, I don't no, really know no, how no. any of it contributes to the current plot that we're watching. I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Archie was literally murdered in this alternate universe, and then Tony became La Llorona, like the urban legend. But it's okay, because they're all alive still. I don't know. Jughead is writing it. <laughs> I, anyway, moving on. Great. Um, this movie, Mr. Bates, is played by Stephen Tobolowski, who we met in Don't Look Under the Bed. Um, Christina Vidal, who we met in Brink. Uh, she plays friend, singing friend. Yeah, her <laughs> name, uh, they have names. Her names are Maddie and, what, 
what's the other one's name? It's like something I, really stupid. It's like Pam or something. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, they have names, but they never Singing say them. friend. Yeah. Um, Ryan Malgarini, we met in Go Figure. He plays uh, Harry, the younger brother. Um, Lucille Soong, who we met in Sky High, Queen. Um, and Willie Garson, who plays Evan. Evan, one of Tessa's uh, therapy patients, he is one of those guys who's been in anything and everything, um, including Cheers, Twin Peaks, Groundhog Day, Mad TV, Mad About You, Touched by an Angel, Melrose Place, Buffy, Allie McBeal, There's Something About Mary, Party of Five, Friends, NYPD Blue, Boy Meets World, The X-Files, Our Lips Are Sealed, The Mary-Kate and Ashley Movie, CSI, Monk, Fever Pitch, Little Manhattan, Wizards of Waverly Place, Pushing Daisies, Medium, Hot in Cleveland, Two and a Half Men, Girl Meets World, Hawaii Five-0, and Supergirl. However, he is most notable for his recurring role in Sex in the City and his regular starring role in White Collar. I did not watch Sex in the City, but I did watch White Collar, and I very much enjoyed it. Um, he uh, passed away from cancer last year, however. That's sad. Sad. Um, and lastly, we have Julie Gonzalo, who plays Stacey Hinkhouse. Um, she was in an episode of Drake and Josh. She was in Dodgeball. She played the mean girl also in A Cinderella Story. So both in this movie and in a uh, teen Hillary Duff movie, uh, both released around the same time. We have Chad Michael Murray playing the love interest and Julie Gonzalo playing uh, the mean girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, she was also in Christmas with the Cranks. She played Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter. Uh, Veronica Mars. Uh, and Supergirl. And that's all I have for the cast. Yeah. I didn't have any additions. I mean, we covered the big one with Lindsay Lohan already. Yeah, we already so. got her. Uh, if you want to know Lindsay Lohan's career, you can go back and listen to our Life Size episode. Yep. If you don't already one. know it. <laughs> all right. Let's begin. So we start opening credits. <laughs> well, okay. Before we even get there, we have the old Disney movie intro. We have the old oh. castle. And I was like, oh, let me just take note of that. Because oh. this was 2003. I forgot the, yeah. The little cartoon version. I didn't even notice. <laughs> yeah, and then I also said, cute intro, I didn't appreciate as a kid. <laughs> um, so we start with the opening credits. So we start with the original version of Happy Together by, I think they're called the Turtles. Um, and we get uh, pictures of, like, mothers and daughters, like, Renaissance paintings and stuff like that. And then Jamie Lee Curtis, with who we're supposed to assume is her daughter Anna, but it's actually a picture of her and her daughter in real life. Love that. And then we cut to the opening scene, and the music in the chorus is changed from the original version to the simple plan version. And I love this so much. (laughs) From the original chorus to the, I can't see me loving nobody. (laughs) Um, So we start with Tess is trying to get Anna, her teenage daughter Anna, out of bed for school while she prepares for the day. Tess has, like... 30 different cell phones that she grabs. She's doing yoga and she's painting her nails all while literally physically pulling Anna out of the bed. Um, Anna has this like headboard that's like bars that she holds on to. I had a headboard, but they were more of like slats. And I remember like seeing if I could, like, if, what if someone were to pull my feet out of the bed? <laughs> it's harder to grab onto when there wasn't slats. <laughs> there you go. Um, so we got this whole montage morning with the Simple Plan version of Happy Together in the background. Um, Anna gets ready, and everyone is in the car on the way to school. Anna is angry that Tess won't let her get her cartilage pierced. Um, yeah, she tells her that mom is ruining her life. Uh, you're ruining my life! (laughs) Yeah, she says it a lot. (laughs) And Uh, (laughs) Anna feels like mom is only, um... 
Uh, I can't read what I said. I don't know. Um, so we learned that uh, Tess... Tess briefly mentions that Anna is her maid of honor. She says, I'm not going to have my maid of honor looking, I don't remember exactly what she says, but she basically says, like a tramp. Um, Harry, Anna, oh, Anna asks to drive, and Tess is like, do you have your learner's permit? And she's like, I had it, but I lost it. I think Harry stole it. And um, Mom is immediately like, oh, like, don't blame your brother for everything. And Anna's like, you never take my side, ever! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so they drop Anna off at high school. Mom waves hi to Stacy Hinkhouse, who politely greets her, and, uh, Tess is like, why don't you ever hang out with Stacy anymore? And Anna's like, cause she turned into an evil person, and she does not like me anymore. But again, Tess doesn't believe Anna when she says that. She thinks she's just being dramatic. Mm-hmm. So as Anna <laughs> leaves the car, Tess yells from the window, Make good choices! Which I still tell people as they leave to this day. <laughs> Our friend Maddie's parents would always say that anytime we left their house in high school. Oh, for me, it was always a reference to Freaky Friday. <laughs> anytime I said it, I was <laughs> quoting Tess Coleman. There you go. Um, so, Anna arrives at school. She notices a girl has the same shirt as her, so she turns it inside out. How embarrassing to wear How the same shirt as someone else. Um, this cute boy named Jake walks by. Anna Chad smiles. Michael Murray. Wearing yeah. a Von Dutch shirt. <laughs> it's 2003. <laughs> He's also supposed to be, like, a bad boy. Like, he has a motorcycle. And, like, poor, probably. Well, yeah, because he's talking about all the jobs that he works. Von Dutch, I think, cost a lot of money once it gained notoriety. I don't understand. Anyway, Anna smiles at him, and he just ignores her. Um, Tess uh, is driving to work after dropping Harry off. She's trying to answer her, like, 20 phones going off at once, but instead she runs over spikes in a lane she wasn't supposed to drive through. Um, back at school, Anna gets an F on an English essay. And, and a note that says preposterous. <laughs> <laughs> I tried, like, reading some of what, like, because it wasn't just, like, gibberish. It was, like, 1984 is about control of our society. And that's what Anna says when she tries to fight it. She's like, it's 1984, like, and the teacher's like, you didn't get it. She's like, how do you not get it? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's pretty obvious. Which, like, I agree with her. It's pretty obvious what it's about. <laughs> well, yeah, she explains her point well, and then he's just like, well, it's subjective. Yeah, and then she's like, you're bald. <laughs> she has a detention. So the way detention works, they have to, like, wear a clipboard around their neck and, like, where they got detention from. Well, it, it's not at the end of the day. It's just during that class. Like, yeah. instead of, like, staying in your class like you should to learn, you just get sent to detention to sit there for the rest of the class. I guess. That yeah, doesn't make I don't sense. Know. <laughs> um, so Tess is late for her therapy appointment with Evan. Again, he's like a very needy person. It's supposed to come off as a joke. Um, it is kind of funny though when he said when they start their appointment and he says, "This morning was good." Then I got up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't condone this portrayal of like everyday therapy, but I do think that was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we cut to Anna. This is just sort of like. We have, it's just, like, very back and forth of how Anna and Tess's days are going. Both of them have hard lives. Um, you know, for their privileged white people status, they go through things. Yeah, Anna is in gym class, and they're playing volleyball, and Stacy keeps hitting the ball at her head. Um, but then whenever Anna decides to serve and hit the ball at her, she gets detention. Yeah. I don't understand. Because they're on the same team. Like, it's not like Stacy's hitting it over the net to hit her, but, like, she's doing it on purpose. Yeah. But <laughs> Anna, and Anna goes trouble. for an overhand serve, which very, like, very possibly could have gone to Stacy's head. Yeah. But <laughs> she gets attention. 
Yeah, so she goes to detention again for the second time. To, again, like, I don't know. How do you get two detentions, like, go to detention twice in the same day? Well, yeah, because after-school detention simply wouldn't work for this plot line. Yeah. Um, so Tess is in the grocery store now. I guess she's done with work. She's answering her 20 phones, including her patients. Um, she tells her patient, Elizabeth, <laughs> she yeah. says, Eliz- she's on the phone, like, in the grocery store, and she says, Elizabeth, remember you are a strong, beautiful, independent woman, and you don't need a man to complete you. <laughs> and I was always like, she said Elizabeth. <laughs> and in the store, this, I thought this was really funny as a kid, there's, like, a lady working in the deli who thinks that she's talking to her, and she's like, thank you. <laughs> you know what, we all need to hear it at some point. <laughs> And when it's Jamie Lee Curtis, I will believe it even more. There you go. Um, so, let's see. Back at school, Anna drops a bunch of her books when she's coming outside of detention. Jake is walking by her in the hallway and helps pick up her books. They flirt a little bit. They talk about music. Well, yeah, he picks up her guitar pick, and so she talks about her band. And she's like, yeah, we just practice in my garage right now, but I'll let you know if we ever play a gig. And he's like, yeah, I'd love to see that. Yeah, they flirt a little bit, and he's like, do you need a ride home? And he offers her a ride on her motorcycle. And she's like, I would, but I definitely can't. He's like, your mom would murder you? And she's like, absolutely. Um, so he's, like, literally about to ask her out whenever Mr. Bates interrupts them. Mm -hmm. He calls her over, and he's like, I would spend more time thinking about your honors qualifying exam and less time about boys. And Jake literally just leaves. Yeah, he was about to ask her out and couldn't wait, like, two minutes for this conversation to end. This, Mr. Bates just called her over and was like, hey, like, don't think about boys, 15-year-old girl in my class. And also, like, he just didn't even say bye. Like, he could have yeah. just been like, oh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. He right. just left. He just left. <laughs> um, so Anna comes home to find Harry messing with her guitar in her room. She uh, chases him around a little bit and then joins her band, which is already set up in her garage for band practice. They start one of the best songs ever made, <laughs> Take Me Away by Pink Slip. Um, Mom comes home, and it looks like Anna has wrapped Harry's head in underwear um, Grandpa arrives because the wedding's tomorrow. He's staying at the house, but no one can hear anything over the music coming from the garage. Harry's friends come over. They fuck around a little bit. Ryan arrives. He's got an advanced copy of Tess's book that she wrote. Um, Tess is fed up with the music. She goes to the power box and turns off power to the garage in the middle of Anna's guitar solo. She's like, time's up. It's after six. No more band practice. Um, and that's when Tess gets a call from school to inform her about Anna's behavior at school today. Yeah, all of the detentions that she served. Um, so... Outside, uh, the band gets a call that they got an audition at the House of Blues. Now, as I've grown older, I've gone, I've looked at, like, concert venues at House of Blues, and I was like, oh, that's the place from Freaky Friday. I didn't realize that was a chain of concert <laughs> venues. Uh, it's tomorrow, but it's during Tess's rehearsal dinner. Um, Anna's like, I have the rehearsal dinner, but like, I promise I'll, I'll find a way. Um, so Anna comes back inside and she finds Harry and her friends reading her diary. Um, she chases them out of her room and she goes to slam her door, but her door is gone. So she runs downstairs. Tess is sitting calmly at the table. And she's like, where's my door? Where's my door? And she's like, you want to tell me about the two detentions you got today? And then Tess says, privacy is a privilege. And I don't agree with that. Yeah. (laughs) Privacy is a right. No matter how old you are. Yeah. Like a certain level. Um, And then... (laughs) 
And then Anna says, you give me that door or I will kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) The way she says it, it's so fucking good. I laughed. Like I've seen this, like I can literally quote this movie by heart. I laugh every time. And Harry stands behind her and he goes, is that a promise? (laughs) Um, so Tess- Mom, as a mental health professional, is not concerned that her <laughs> daughter is threatening to kill herself. Right. She's, she's, I mean, obviously, it's just dramatic. She's right. not meaning it. But still. I cannot wait till we get to confessions. <laughs> like, Lindsay is so good. <laughs> so Tess asks about detention, and she's and Anna's like, okay, but, like, Stacey Henkhouse was, like, out to get me, and I was just trying to fire back the one time, and I got in trouble. And she's like, Mr. Bates, like, won't, but Mr. Bates is out to get me. Like, I cannot catch a break in his class no matter what I do. Mm-hmm. But Tess doesn't believe anything she says. Um, so Ryan comes over and it's like, okay, let's go get Chinese food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they all go to the Chinese restaurant. Uh, they seem to be regulars there because they're very friendly with uh, Pepe and her mom, the owners of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan sitting next to Anna at dinner, and he whispers to her where her door is, and she's like, <laughs> like, I didn't already figure that out. Yeah, he's trying to get on her good side, but she's just not in the mood. But then, she kind of switches it up, and she starts a- acting very nice to Mom. And Mom's like, what do you want? And Anna's like, okay, well, we have this once-in-a-lifetime audition, and I know that you want to support me in the band, so uh, can I go? And her mom's like, yeah, when is it? And she's like, oh, it's tomorrow, during the her- rehearsal dinner. And so Mom's like, we need to go talk about this alone. Yeah, so, so she like, they pull, pull her aside. They pull her aside to this like little hallway, I guess that like leads on one side to the kitchen and on one side to the bathrooms. They start like arguing with each other, but not very quietly because everyone in the restaurant can hear. Um, Tess is trying to get her to talk about Dad, who, as we learned, has recently passed away. But Anna's just like, no, 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 no. We're not going there. Like I'm not talking about that. Like you, I just want to have this audition. Like this is not about this. Um, and then... Well, also, as a therapist, I feel like you would know, don't push your kid to talk about it if she's not Tess ready. does not seem like the best therapist. <laughs> I think they should have consulted a therapist when they wrote this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then Tess is like, well, I'm so sorry, like, your life is so hard. Like, high school's not that hard, Anna. Mm-hmm. And Anna's like, you wouldn't last a day at my high school. <laughs> and Anna's like, I'm sorry, I'm not the one thing in your life that isn't perfect. And Tess is like, you think my life is perfect. She's like, you have a perfect job, you have a perfect boyfriend perfect 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 um and Tess is just like you know what you're not going to the audition and that is final and this is when Pepe's mom comes and offers them a pair of fortune cookies uh so they take the cookies Anna goes into the bathroom and like slams the door on Tess and on either side of the door they read the fortune cookie um uh, a journey soon begins, each prize reflected in another's eyes. If what you see is what you lack, then selfless love will change you back. I did not write that down. I know that from memory. <laughs> from memory. Um, and then an earthquake happens. So Anna opens the door. They're like, oh my god, are you okay? Are you okay? They go back out into the restaurant, and it looks like nothing happened. Like, nothing's fallen over. Everyone seems pretty calm. And they're like, did you guys feel that earthquake? And Grandpa goes, an earthquake! Which I quote regularly. <laughs> yeah, this is his, all like, ongoing thing. I guess he just an earthquake. He doesn't hear very well. We don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, anytime someone mentions an earthquake, I go, an earthquake! Yeah, also, this brings up one plot hole that we'll get to later. It makes me a little angry, but it's fine. Okay, so then we cut to that night. Uh, everyone is sleeping in the house. Um, I've always kind of liked this scene. I thought it was, like, kind of, like, spooky. Um, so when the clock strikes midnight, 
Uh, Tess and Anna change sleeping positions. <laughs> yeah. So Tess immediately rolls from her back onto her stomach, and then Anna rolls from her back, or from her stomach onto her back and places her hands over <laughs> her heart. <laughs> Which I remember, like, emulating, like, me and my sister, like, watching this movie and, like, <laughs> being on the couch and rolling over and, like, placing my hands on my heart. <laughs> um, so the next day, Tess wakes up thinking about everything she has to do today. And she wakes up, and we hear her voiceover, but we see Anna. And she's thinking to herself, she's like, "Why? what happened? Like, why did I wake up in Anna's room? Um, she's basically like, did I get so drunk that I fell asleep in here? Like, what happened? <laughs> um, so she looks in the mirror, and, she, and this is when we get the, the scene where she's, like, grabbing her hair. She's like, that's not mine. She looks at her hand, she's like, that's not mine. And she grabs her ass, and she's like, that's definitely not mine. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks in the mirror and she realizes she's in the wrong, she's in the wrong body. Harry runs into Anna's room and she's like, mom's dead. And so they go into Tess's room and, uh, it looks like Tess is just dead asleep. Um, so Tess in Anna's body sends Harry down to breakfast and tries to wake up Anna who hasn't realized yet. Anna wakes up and Tess is like, okay, okay, like calm down, calm down. Or Anna goes to the mirror and screams and this is where we get... Oh, I'm like the Crypt Keeper! That's my favorite. <laughs> That's my favorite line in this movie. <laughs> they used to play that on the commercials on Disney all the, time. all the time, so it's just burned in my head forever. And then they're like, and then we get the, so you're in my body and I'm in your body. And then we get, I can't marry Ryan! Ew! <laughs> <laughs> so then they're like, what if we like try to jolt it out of ourselves? Yeah. So they run straight at each other and hit foreheads and fall down and it doesn't work. I will say this movie is probably the peak of physical comedy for me. I don't find physical comedy funny, but this movie does something with it. <laughs> um, so they fall and they're like, okay, well, we we can't tell anyone what happened. So they walk downstairs for a second and they're like, okay, well, everyone, everything else seems normal. And they're like, oh, you know what happened? It was the fortune cookie from the Chinese restaurant. Um, and they're like, okay, well, uh, uh, and that's when Ryan arrives to take Tess to work because her car is in the shop because she blew out the tires yesterday. And this is where we also get Tess's, or Anna's, could you, like, chill for a sec in Tess's body? Uh, So Tess and Anna go back upstairs. They can't skip school because Anna has her big honors qualifying, well, they call it an honors qualifying exam. Is this just to get you into honors classes? I don't know. Seem like that no, big of a deal. It doesn't make sense. It seems more like 15. It's, it's a standardized test. It seems like they're taking like a PSAT or something. Yeah, she's 15, so I don't think they're taking like any sort of like SAT or ACT yet. Yeah. Um, Tess has to go into work because she can't leave her patients, especially Evan. Um, so Tess tells Anna to to <laughs> Not to, give any advice. Just sit there and listen. And if she doesn't know what to say, ask them, and how does that make you feel? And how do you feel about that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they plan to go back to the restaurant at lunch to try and fix everything. Uh, so we get to the car. Ryan is driving everyone to their respective places. Um, Tess and Anna start fighting. Anna is in the front seat as Tess. And she and um, Tess is behind her in Anna's body, being like, "Act normal, like act like you're, like act like me." And so Anna starts going, "You know, it's great we're getting married, even though my husband died, and how quickly I've been able to get over it." So from there, we see Anna's resentments towards uh, Ryan, mom and Ryan's relationship. 
Um, at high school, Tess pulls Anna out of the car, and they're like, okay, we'll uh, take a cab back here at 11.45, and we'll go to the restaurant. And that's when Jake arrives at school on a motorcycle. He greets Anna, and in Anna's body, Tess is immediately like, no, 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 no. Um, in Tess's body, Anna is very sort of, like, giddy and like, oh my god, he's so cute, stuff like that. Um, so Anna gets back in the car to go to work. Um, Tess, in Anna's body, blows off Jake. Um, she goes to greet Stacy, because she thinks that Anna and Stacy are still friends. Even and... though Anna clearly told her she's not. She just doesn't believe her. Yeah, and so they go in for a hug, and Stacy pulls her shirt over her back, <laughs> and, uh, Tess falls over. Good thing Mom was wearing a tank top. Yeah, it's a good thing. <laughs> um, her, Anna's friends greet her, and they're like, I can't believe Stacy would do that. And they're like... Why not? Like, she's evil. And they're like, oh, like, by the way, we saw you talking to Jake. Like, how did it go? And Tess says, I don't believe in physical contact with the opposite sex at all. Ever. Nothing. And you girls will do well to follow my example. <laughs> Which her friends could have very well just taken as her coming out as a lesbian. She's in a band. She plays guitar. Lesbian. Automatic. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Listen, the whole band, I feel like... I can't say this, but I think somebody would say that they're a gay icon, lesbian icons. Pink slip? I could see it. Is that a, is that a thing? Gays, please tell us. Please let us know. <laughs> I feel like I could see it. They look really cool. I thought they were pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so, Ryan, sorry, this is, like, hard to, ex again, this is a body-switching movie, and it's hard to explain. Yes, we will follow our president of any time we say Tess, we're talking about Tess and Anna's body. Anytime we say Anna, we're talking about Anna and Tess's body. Yeah, so Ryan drops off Anna at work and tries to kiss her, but Anna does everything she can to avoid him. To avoid him, but instead of going to work, Anna decides to get a makeover. <laughs> yeah, go shopping. Yeah, so she <laughs> buys all these new clothes. She gets a haircut. She cartilage pierces her mom's ear. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess just to prove that like it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. um, while she's like having her moment, Tess's twenty cell phones go off in her bag, but Anna doesn't know how to work them, so she just lets them go off. Um, she arrives at the office and she's late for her session with uh, Evan, and his behaviors just sort of like freak Anna out because he's like, "Oh, like you told me you were going to be available. This is you like dumping me. You're going to be available over your honeymoon. Blah 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 blah. All this stuff." Um, that's when she, like, answers the phone in Tess's office and ends up canceling the caterer for her wedding. Again, this is another thing that I quote all the time. Anytime someone brings up halibut, I say, Halibut? Ew! What kind of caterer are you? Yes, and this is something Mom specifically requested the day before. They were like, salmon, which I feel like is a normal fish food. Yeah, she's like, no, 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 I need halibut. Yeah. I've had salmon at a wedding. Yeah. I've never, <laughs> I've never had, had halibut. <laughs> Um, so Tess is in Mr. Bates's English class, and she recognizes him, but she can't pinpoint where. And <laughs> this is another thing. Okay, so he decides that he's gonna give the class a one-question pop quiz, like, each one verbally. This line gets stuck in my head like a song. Today is a lovely day for a pop quiz! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and again, the pop quiz is just a single question, and they will be graded on their answer. Yeah, verbally asked in front of the whole class... Yeah, and so this is where we can sort of see where Anna's coming from and how Mr. Bates targets her, because he asks this student, he says, describe Hamlet. Yeah. <laughs> this student is just like, Hamlet's just a guy 
bopping around. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so... And Bates just, like, coaches him through, and he's like, so you're saying that Hamlet is doing this and, and this. can't make up his mind. And he gives him a B! Yeah. <laughs> and so then, uh, Mr. Bates asks Tess the central conflicts in Hamlet, and Tess, Tess gives, uh, like, a real answer. I, we did Hamlet in high school. Yeah. Like, a real answer. Like, is Hamlet crazy? Is he not? Uh, there's power, like, with Claudius and all this stuff. And Bates gives her an F. Mm-hmm. And Tess is like, what the fuck? And then that's when Mr. Bates goes to the next person and he says, who is Fortinbras? <laughs> <laughs> Again, a very easy, like, who is this character? Like, it's just, like, a literal character. Like, I forget, like, I don't know. I think it's Ophelia's brother, I think. Yeah, but also, just the way that this is given is so unfair, because, like, the people who get asked questions first are at such a disadvantage, because, like, the more people are answering questions, the more you're like, oh, yeah, okay, I could, like, use that, like, if you don't know anything. Anyway. Yeah. Um, So then we cut to Anna in giving therapy. Um, So we have a a client who says, and that makes me feel depressed. And Anna goes, and how do you feel about that? And he goes... Depressed. <laughs> you can see why I love this movie so much. Um, and then uh, we get a woman who is just incoherent. We can't understand what she's saying. And then there's this woman who's like, well, you know, and then I read my daughter's diary. And that's when Anna freaks out. And she's like, what? You read her diary? That's gross. Which is true. And Anna's like, if there's something going on between her and this guy, she wouldn't be writing about it in her diary. She'd be out there doing it. <laughs> which, again, I love <laughs> Um, so, after class, Tess goes to fight Mr. Bates on her answer, and he basically says, what's done is done, and Anna says, or Tess says, that's Macbeth, you know nothing, twit. And then, okay, and this is, this is the monologue, I, I wrote this down, I know most of this by heart, but I wrote this down, I'm gonna perform it for you all. She says, Bates, Elton Bates, Griffith High School, you asked me, I mean my mom, to the prom, but she turned you down. And now you're taking it out on her daughter, aren't you? Aren't you? Oh, come on. It was a high school dance. I mean, you've got to let it go and move on, man. And if you don't, I'm sure the school board would love to hear about your pathetic vendetta against an innocent student. Oh, and by the way, Elton, she had a boyfriend. And you were weird. (laughs) So Anna's friends watch this whole thing. And then they all just move on like it was nothing, even though it's one of the greatest monologues in movie history. (laughs) There was this class. I think I mentioned this. There was this class that was offered at our high school that I would have never taken. But, like, in this class, they had to, like, perform a monologue. And I often think about all the time what monologue I would have performed mm-hmm. if I was in this class. <laughs> this is an option. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, they ask, the friends ask Tess about the audition. And Tess just like, oh, mom said no. Done. Move yeah, on. it's a rehearsal dinner. I can't miss that, of course. Um, so... So the friends repeat Anna's words back to Tess. I'm like, oh, come on. Like, you're, you said your mom never cared about your about our music and she's ruining our lives. And that's when Tess defends herself. She's like, never cared? Like, I paid for all those guitar lessons and I was never thanked. Um, and then they're like, come on, you say your mom doesn't pay attention to you since she started dating that guy. And this is the first time Tess is hearing that. And she's like, what? Like, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, and so her friends leave disappointed that... Anna, a.k.a. Tess, is not fighting for the band. Yeah, so Anna comes to pick up Mom after, or at lunch, and uh, she's in, like, Mom's car, and Mom is, like, mad about the makeover. She's like, my wedding is tomorrow! What have you done? Um, and then we get the stupid scene in the car about food. Haha, women hate their bodies. It's so cute and funny. 
Yeah, because Tess eats a french fry. And she says, I remember watching this as a child, and she says, the first french fry I've eaten in eight years. And I was like, why do you live your life like that? Yeah, <laughs> because this is so stupid. This is what we grew up with. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I, uh, and like, adult women are literally like that. Like, have you worked yeah. in an office before? Oh yeah. my fucking God. Just talk about something else. Like, you have nothing more interesting to talk about than how much you hate your body? How old are you? Grow up. There's been times where my mom has tried to, like, connect with me. She'd be like, oh, well, I can't wear leggings. And I'm like, yes, you can, bitch. Do it. Just wear it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So they end up back at the restaurant, the Chinese restaurant, and they tell Pei Pei what happens. And Pei Pei's like, uh, let me go talk to my mom really quick. Um, so her mom comes out and she's like explaining what happened in Cantonese and basically she's just like, oh, my mom doesn't know what you guys are talking about. But Anna, like mom as Anna, is like, wait a minute, I, th- I think she knows what we're talking about. What are we going to do about this? And so she's like, sorry, there's nothing I can do. You just have to reverse the fortune. Uh, yeah, so out in the street, uh, they're like, oh my god, like, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? And that's when Tess's cell phones buzz again, because, and Anna hasn't been looking at them all day, because she's, like, again, this is 2003, she doesn't know how to work them, but there's, like, a cell phone, a Blackberry, a, like, yeah, there's, like, planner, a pager. Yeah. Um, so that's when Tess looks at the organizer, and she's like, oh, I have a parent-teacher conference at Harry's school in 15 minutes, like, you have to go, you have to go as me. And they have this, like, little moment where Anna starts crying, like, on her mom's shoulder, and she's like, I hate this, I hate being adult, I don't want to do this, and then mom's basically like, you have to go to this conference, sorry, you gotta go to Harry's school. Yeah, and Tess and Anna's body are like, I'll go take your test for you, like, it'll be fine. Um, so Anna arrives at the school for Harry's conference, um, she sits in the classroom, and the teacher just says, um... She's like, Harry's having trouble with bullies, and Anna's like, it's character building. And she's like, he struggles with math a little bit, and she's like, hold him back. (laughs) Um, And then she's like, but he's very good in English, and he wrote this very good essay about how much he admires your daughter, Anna. So Anna takes the essay, and I wrote down what the essay said, um, and it says, I think my sister is the best sister in the world. She, Anna plays guitar and sings in a band. She is as good as any rock star. If she made a CD, she would sell about 10 million copies. And that's like the part that they showed on screen. So Anna's reading this. She's obviously very touched. Um, and, uh, she comes back out. Harry's like waiting out in the hallway. She comes back out and she's like, your teacher showed me the essay you wrote about Anna. And Harry's like, well, don't tell her that I like her. Like, we have so much fun fighting. Like, I don't want to ruin that. Mm -hmm. Um, So they have a nice little moment, Harry not knowing that he's actually talking to his sister. Yeah. Um, So Tess approaches Stacy before the test to call a truce. (laughs) Well, and she's like, why aren't we friends anymore? And tries to offer an olive branch. And Stacy's like, okay, yeah, you can come sit by us. Um, We cut to Anna getting home. Uh, with Harry where Ryan's waiting. Yeah. And he's like, surprise, I got you a guest spot on this local daytime talk show to talk about your new book. Yeah, and so <laughs> Anna has to go there, and she's trying to figure out how to even say the title of the book. It's Through the Looking Glass, Senescence in Retrograde. <laughs> and the cover of that book is the original cover of the Freaky Friday novel. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. I read that on the IMDb. Um, so back at school, Tess is trying to take this math test, but she doesn't understand anything. She's like, 3.14 is pi. What is pi? Anna uses pi. (laughs) Um, so, 
what happens next we just go kind of back and forth between like the talk show and the test uh stacy at one point like writes a note and is like trying to get anna's like mom anna's attention and whenever anna mom looks at the note she stacy's like she's cheating she's cheating and she gets called to the detention. anna's like leaning over, like very obviously like leaning over looking at stacy's desk but she's reading the note that says i'm so glad we're friends again yeah and that's when she's like she's copying my test and so Tess, Anna, gets sent to detention, but the teacher in detention is asleep, so Tess decides to sneak out. Uh, Jake catches her, and uh, he explains that he works at the school. Yeah, I think um, he's like a janitor, I guess. Yeah, he offers to help finish her test, and he said, uh, he has, because he has keys to the file room that is uh, accessed through the teacher's lounge. Um, so, back on the show, they're live filming, by the way. This isn't pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. Anna sort of fumbles a little bit toward the beginning of the interview, and she eventually realizes the book is about aging and exhaustion. And she's like, okay, let me tell you something here. <laughs> um, so while this is happening, Tess, uh, is finishing the test somehow. She finds Stacy's test, and she erases all of her answers, and instead writes in big letters, I'm stupid. Mm-hmm. Now... As a child, I saw this, and back when I shared a room with my sister, I took this, like, drawing that she made that was taped to her mirror, I took it down, I did the same on the back of it, I wrote, I'm stupid, and I put it back up thinking, like, I'm so clever, she'll never see it. She did. And I got in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) I remember, like, walking in, like, her and my mom were there, and they were like, did you write this? And I was like... (laughs) <laughs> you missed the moral of the story because Clearly. Jake, Jake sees her write this and he's like, mm, let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, as they're walking You're through. You're not the girl I thought you were. Yeah, as they're walking through the teacher's lounge, they hear Anna as mom on TV just like yelling at her. She's like, just do whatever you want. Do you want to do like, something? Just scream. Just yell. Like, Adults are tired because they stress about things that don't matter, which is true. She's like, don't feel like cooking. Order takeout. Ever heard of it? She's like, don't want to clean? Just don't fucking do it. (laughs) Which, she's not wrong. (laughs) I think it's probably different when you have other lives that you're taking care of, but, like, yeah. I get I mean, I'm technically an adult, but I only take care of a dog's life. And (laughs) a dog who just jumped whenever you touched his head. Um, so Tess sees this on TV, and she is angry, and obviously. And Jake says, God, your mom's cool. Yeah. So Jake, like, falls in love with Anna and Tess's body at, like, first sight. Yeah. Um, so Tess is like, I need a ride on your motorcycle. We need to go. And Jake is like, you're right. Your mom is right. I'm too old for you. Yeah, he's like, you're immature, and drives off. Yeah. So, um, it, tur- it turns out Anna was escorted from the building without Ryan and Grandpa and Harry, and instead of waiting for them, she goes to a coffee shop where Jake has already arrived at because he had to take off for his second job. Um, so he sits with her, and they, like, bond over music, including a, like, I think it was Bowling for Soup cover of Baby One More Time. Yeah. I don't think it was Bowling for Soup, but yeah, a cover oh. of Baby One Why More Time. Why did I think it was Bowling for Soup? I don't know. It, I don't. It might be, but it didn't sound like them to me. But yeah, she's like, is it embarrassing that I like Baby One More Time? No, it's not. No. No, it's not. Don't Fuck let them make you think that. It's a great song. No. You don't need the cover. Listen to the original. Yeah. So, um, Tess comes home and they're like, oh, like, Mom, aka Anna, isn't here yet. That's when Anna realizes she's late for rehearsal, 
And she, <laughs> yeah, she gets up to leave, and he's like, "Where are you going?" And she's like, "The rehearsal." He's like, "My wedding rehearsal." Yeah, and he's like, "What?" He's disappointed <laughs> to learn that she's getting married. Yeah. Also, after one conversation, he's like, "Wait, you can't do this to me. What about our connection?" Yeah. She's, he's like, "Okay, well, let me give you a ride home." So Anna is ecstatic to be riding on the back of Jake's motorcycle. However, Ryan sees her driving on the way. He's in the car on the way home, and he sees. Tess on the back of the motorcycle. Um, Tess and Anna's body is upstairs at home, like, trying to go find the fortune. So Anna finally comes home, and uh, they have to get ready. It's too late to do anything about the fortune yet. So Tess yells at her while getting ready, but Anna's just, like, swooning over Jake. Mm -hmm. Um, Tess confronts Anna about getting married again. She's like, what's, like, really good? Like, you're not okay with this, are you? But Anna just changes the subject. Um, Ryan storms in, <laughs> so Ryan's like, Tess! And Anna and Tess, so Jamie Lee Curtis walks out, she's like slouched over, and she goes, sup. <laughs> Again, Jamie Lee Curtis, like, both Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay give Oscar-worthy performances in this movie. It's very good. Um, so he's very obviously angry at seeing his fiance <laughs> riding on the back of some back teenager's of a- <laughs> motorcycle. Um, so Tess, in Anna's body, comes in to explain. She's like, oh, well, I'm interested in this boy, and my mom was just checking him out to make sure that he's okay for me to date. And he is. So that's sort of, like, Tess's way of telling Anna that she approves. Mm -hmm. Um, Ryan is still just kind of like, okay. Like, that's not what I saw, but okay. (laughs) Um, and this is where This is my favorite scene. This is the peak (laughs) comedy. I may not like Chad Michael Murray, but he gave the performance of a lifetime in these ten seconds here. It's so good. (laughs) This is where we hear Jake outside the house. How, yeah, he's outside the house. I guess he just, like, stayed there for, like, an hour and serenades Yeah, he starts horribly singing Baby One More Time. And so Mom, in Anna's body, goes outside and tackles him into the bushes. Tackles him straight, like, head on. And then um, she starts yelling at him. She's and like, what are you doing? My mom is getting married tomorrow, you fucking idiot. Yeah, and he's like, I'm in love with your mom. Stacy, I know we had something, but I'm in love with your mom. Anna. Stacy, Stacy's mom. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. It was like a Stacy Hinkow. <laughs> no. But uh, she's like, no, you're in love with me. And then she kisses him. And he's like, but I love your mom. She's like, leave my mom alone. Yeah, so that's when everyone goes out to the car to leave. Uh, Tess gets in the car, too. And she's like, Stay away. Uh, this is when uh, Anna in Tess's body goes, Anna, banana, which I also get stuck in my head like a song. <laughs> um, so we're at the rehearsal dinner. We see that Anna's friends have arrived. What are they doing there? I don't think they're invited. Mm-hmm. Um, Tess pulls Anna away because she now has the fortune. And they're like, okay, 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 we're going to switch back now. So they read it and they're trying to switch back. They're like, are, are you selfless? We need selfless love. But mm-hmm. they fight instead. Um, that's when Anna sees Jake enter, and while she's distracted, uh, Anna's friends kidnap who they think is Anna, but is actually Tess. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, listen, we're only a half a block away from the House of Blues, like, you'll be in and out, in 20 minutes they'll never know you're gone. Anna's like, no, no, or Tess is like, no, 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 but they're like, don't make us do this, and they, like, pull out duct tape. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Anna, in Tess's body, pulls Jake behind the bar. Yeah, grabs his leg and pulls him down. And she's also like, what the fuck are you doing here? And he's like, he starts going, when I look into your eyes. And she's like, no, shut up! <laughs> and she's like, no, you like Anna. Like, you don't get it. 
Um, so Ryan calls Tess over, and it turns out security caught her friends. Um, Tess is, uh, like, ah, like, I did not approve of this. They did this on their own. And Anna, in, t in Tess's body, is like, okay, like, I know what's going on. They're, like, trying to take her to the audition. And Ryan, I know you think, like, music isn't important. But, uh, but then Ryan, and, and it's just a stupid rock band, but then Ryan interrupts her, and she's like, no, like, you guys go. Like, just go. Mm -hmm. Um, so they leave, and that's whenever, uh, one of Anna's friends, friends go, Mr. Dude, you rock! That always got laughs from my family. <laughs> um, after they leave, Ryan tells Anna and Tess's body, he's like, is that really what you think of me? That, like, I don't care about Anna, I don't care about her passions, like, that I'm just, like, this evil stepfather because I can't get married to you if that's what you really think. Like, what has this all been about? Mm -hmm. Which obviously is not what Tess thinks, but it's what Anna's interpretation has been. And so Anna is clearly hearing this for the first time. Like, oh, like, this is a person who can actually, like, come in and care and maybe start to help heal our family. Mm -hmm. Well, um, and Ryan explains that, like, the reason he never tried to force Anna or Harry to like him is because he wanted that to happen on their own, like, in their own terms. And he was never trying to, like, force that. Yeah, and Anna's like, oh, that's cool <laughs> yeah and then ryan's like you should leave you should go support your daughter <laughs> yeah so that's what they do um anna's making her way to the house of blues while pink slip is setting setting up on stage uh tess is freaking out they're like they're, she's like okay like how hard could it be and then one of the friends is like okay remember when we changed the chord progression to chord progression to a b c d to d c b a and she goes you play notes and they look at her funny and she goes I just thought we could play in the key of rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so it's like sort of a thing that like um, Tess references Stevie Nicks and Anna goes, who's he? I don't believe for a second that Anna wouldn't know who Stevie Nicks is. Yeah. Um, so Jake finds Anna, aka, or Tess, aka Anna in the crowd. And she's like, fuck off. Like, now is not the time. <laughs> um, the song starts, but Tess is not playing. She tries like a couple chords, but they don't do anything. So Anna runs back, or Tess runs backstage. This scene makes me so mad watching it now because, okay, so first Anna and mom's body is like in the crowd, like at like the pit area. And then she goes up to the fucking balcony and starts watching them as they're playing and then has to run backstage. Oh, I didn't even notice that. How does she do that? It stresses me out, the timing. <laughs> anyway, oh. Yeah. Yeah, Tess uh, and Anna's body runs backstage to meet Anna and she's like, just, just fake it. Like, it'll, it'll work. Just like, pretend like you're playing it. Um, so Anna goes, or Tess goes back on stage and whenever it's time for Anna's solo, we get this guitar riff that comes out of nowhere and we cut to Jamie Lee Curtis backstage absolutely shredding. It is the coolest thing I've ever, nothing will ever be as cool as Jamie Lee Curtis pretending to play this guitar solo backstage. If you told me that Jamie Lee Curtis literally played that, I would believe you. Well, according to the IMDb trivia, she didn't play it, but she did learn, like, the hand movements to make it look authentic. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because, so, because, uh, Tess on stage as Anna. It's just, like, pretending like, to play. It's very clearly not what she's playing. Yeah, and Jake in the audience is, like, falling in love with her playing. And I'm like, if he's he like, oh, I love Anna now! Yeah! <laughs> if he loved music as much as he claimed to love music, he would be like, you're a phony. Because you're a poser. then the rest of the song, Tess doesn't even pretend to play. Yeah. She's just, like, and no waving one, her hands. And no one is like, why the fuck is a guitarist not playing? Right. <laughs> Um, the crowd loves it. They finish the song su successfully, and Tess, who was on stage, she's like, oh my god, like, that was so stressful. I had no idea, like, how good you were. Um, so they, 
um, run back to the rehearsal dinner. Um, well, they find out that, uh, it's not for uh, sure, but they've probably gotten a spot. The band made it, whatever. They run back to the rehearsal dinner, and before resuming, Tess tells Anna to postpone the wedding since they're, she's like, tell Ryan to postpone the wedding since we're not switching back to tonight, and I can tell, like, you're not ready for me to get married. Um, she's like, I was just so happy I got distracted, uh, I wasn't paying attention to you and Harry, and Anna's just kind of like, okay, okay, I know what to say. So, instead of telling this to Ryan, Anna decides to give up and start a toast to the whole room. And she says that, uh, she's like, uh, my husband passed away three years ago, and basically Anna knew, could see that Tess was very happy with Ryan. She says that no one could take the place of dad, but Ryan could be part of the new family, and she accepts him. So at this moment, an earthquake! Oh my god. An earthquake starts, and so... We see the camera pan from Lindsay Lohan across the room. Like, we're following an invisible soul into Jamie Lee Curtis's body. And both of them jolt at the same time Mm -hmm. to signal that their souls have been switched back. (laughs) How come the first time it happened at midnight? How come this time it happened instantaneously? Because selfless love had to change them back. But why did it happen instantaneously this time? I don't know. Plot holes. Maybe if they had more fun magic that wasn't racist, it would have yeah. been better. <laughs> Just saying. Um, so, we, the wedding day is the next day. Uh, I like to point out that Tess's wedding outfit is, like, a jacket and a skirt. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a pantsuit at first. I forgot that it was a skirt. And I was yeah, like, like, oh, my God, so jacket. progressive. But yeah. it was a skirt, so it was less um, fun. Jake shows up, even though I feel like he probably wasn't invited. Who knows? <laughs> he tries to explain... What happened yesterday, how he fell in love with Anna's mom, and they're just like, yesterday was freaky. And I remember watching this movie, and I was like, that happened all on one day. <laughs> yeah. Um, they agree to start over. Um, they kiss. They oh, can. my God. Um, Grandpa and Harry are arguing. This is something we d- we didn't mention while we were talking, but they have, like, a scene earlier where <laughs> Harry and Grandpa are making fun of each other, and Harry's going, earthquake, earthquake. <laughs> Which I think is very funny. Um, so they, yeah, they start arguing. Uh, because Anna had canceled the cater, they had uh, Pepe's restaurant cater mm-hmm. on last minute. Um, so Pepe's mom sees this, and she decides to give them fortune cookies to Grandpa and Harry. Mm-hmm. They pick them up, but that's when Pepe sees and is like, not again, and she tackles them. Did you see the TikTok about the stunt double for Harry whenever? Yes! <laughs> yeah, it's this old man! <laughs> At first I thought it was Grandpa, and I was like, wait, no, the, gr- the Grandpa stunt double looks okay, and I watched it, like, four times. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> it's just an old man. Yeah, they don't try. No, it's just, like, an old man, like, on his knees, I'm assuming, to be, like, short short enough to be hairy. Yeah, in yeah. a wig. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's quick. Unless you were uh, paying that close of attention, you I wouldn't notice. I didn't notice the TikTok. Yeah. And then we get the end credits to Pink Slip playing You're the Ultimate. This song was on one of the Disney Girls Rock albums. There was Girls Rock and Girls Rock 2. Don't know which one it was. Somebody mm-hmm. gave it to me for my birthday. That is where feminism was born for me, I think. <laughs> Girls Rock. <laughs> yes, those CDs were so good. And it was on one of them, and it was one of my favorite songs on there. Because, of course, Lindsay Lohan. Obviously. Yeah. And Did that's it. That's that the this whole movie. movie, she has, like, sort of, like, strawberry blonde hair and then chunky blonde highlights. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course she does. Well, and that's the thing. Whenever she's in mom's body, she gets mom highlights, too. Yeah. <laughs> 
I was, like, when during her makeover, I was like, Jamie Lee Curtis's hair is already short. Like, how short do they cut it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, like, a little longer in the back. It looks a lot better with that part trimmed off. Yeah. And and that's, that's, that's Freaky Friday. The true Freaky Friday. Yes. Not, the only songs we get are from Pink Slip. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> who decided making Freaky Friday a musical would be good. Yeah, especially a traditional musical. Like, if they were going to make it a musical, it should be a rock musical. Right. Like this. And not even, like, use these songs. Yeah. It's messed up. And then I was was thinking about it, and I was like, remember that song where the daughter just tells the son that, like, everything parents ever tell children is a lie? Like, (laughs) it's bad. (laughs) This is very, a lot better. Like, it's also different because it's very much like Anna and Tess's body lusting over Jake. So, like, we know on the inside that it's Anna feeling these, like, the teenage girl feeling these feelings, but then in the other movie, it's a a middle-aged woman feeling the hormones of a teenager, and it's very creepy. Yeah. (laughs) Because we know for a fact that Tess, the adult woman, is never feeling attracted toward this underage teenager. (laughs) She does kiss him, uh, but that's just so he doesn't try and ruin her mom's rehearsal dinner, hopefully. Yeah. Only out of necessity. I think that's it. Next week, we're going to watch Herbie Fully Loaded. Uh, it's, we're going down a little bit, but we had to. Yeah, we couldn't We couldn't start or end with Freaky Friday. Herbie Fully Loaded, I feel like, was a tiny bit past our time. Like, I, I remember watching it, but I don't remember feeling as excited as the other Lindsay Lohan movies. Well, it's because it's like a remake of an old movie. It so was is more... this one. And The Parent Trap. Well, yeah, but these... No, no, no. They're not the same. <laughs> I don't think anyone was like, oh yeah, I can't wait for the Herbie Fully Loaded <laughs> movie so was anyone like i can't wait for wait for the freaky friday movie with Lindsay lohan yeah even with Lindsay lohan herbie fully loaded i was like yeah yeah same so we forgot to uh rank this how did you rank this or rank i gave this? this a four and a half out of five i would have given it five but i took a half point off for the racism yeah <laughs> i feel the same way i feel like four and a half out of five is fair it's very good it pretty much lives up to it besides all of like the stupid jokes that didn't age well which is more 2003's fault and the people making the movie than the movie, but... Yeah. Okay, now we're done. Bye. That's it. <laughs> Bye.